Welcome to Dr. Eric's Relentless Vitality Podcast. Our focus is on optimizing physical and mental vitality, maximizing performance, and extending lifespan. Dr. Eric is a licensed physician with a wealth of expertise in age management and preventive medicine, whose goal is enabling his patients to stay young, feel their best, and enjoy a higher quality of life. See if it can. There we go. Is it working? What? You're in Florida, not another country. <laughs> What's not, up? How's Big K? I do not understand what you're saying to me. <laughs> How is vacation? Oh my God, it was uh, awesome. It's so nice to, to unplug and get away a little bit and de-stress. It's been very nice. I'm jealous. I know. Well, you're, you, you did Disney and I'm doing the beat. <laughs> Disney's not a vacation. That Disney's like a hustle. It's like work. <laughs> yeah, did like what, like 50,000 steps every day there or something? 25 to 30,000. Yeah, it, it's, it's legit. It's like I, I compare it to like a snowboarding trip where you, you're working out basically all day because we go to the gym in the morning and then you have all your steps and then sit down to a nice dinner and then pass out. Yeah, eat, eat up and load. Yeah, absolutely. Charlie home? Yeah, he is. He's downstairs. He's on a, a consult, virtual consult. Very nice. I like the like talk. Good. So Hawk, yes, yeah. it's actually behaving today. So it's getting long. It's getting long. I can do this, and it just like goes back to the shape. Yeah, it's getting a clean up this weekend. So pretty wild, yeah. You know, yes. You put any color streaks through down the middle or anything? No, no, that's like '90s stuff. Come on, come on. Rock it out, rock it out. So today we had everyone vote last week. We're gonna do DHEA. We had a bunch of people on earlier. I don't know where they all went, but that's, that's what happened. So, um, they better a lot get of back confusion. On. What's that? That they better get back on. I know they'll, they'll watch it another time. Right. But there's a lot of confusion about DHEA because I think actually it. I realize in the fitness world, um, a lot of people are marketed the seven keto DHEA for fat loss and. Right. I guess we should start off with defining what the differences are, but what actually is DHEA? Um, and wh where does it, how is it formed from cholesterol and all that? So actually, what does it stand for, Dr. Eric? <laughs> oh man, you're gonna make me see that big word when I'm my brain. <laughs> Cause I can't <laughs> fucking say it. <laughs> Androsterone, um, so it's a derivative of basically, uh, well, I guess at the beginning, our, our bodies take our own endogenous sources of cholesterol and once in the mitochondria, the star protein activates it, it turns into pregnenolone and then from there to 17-OH pregnenolone and then from there it gets converted into DHA. So all that anybody needs to know is that cholesterol eventually gets turned into DHEA. Um, DHEA is a pro-hormone, meaning that it's, it's, a, it, it's the formation from that other hormones are created. So typically people call pregnenolone like the mother hormone, I guess. DHEA is the daddy and you know, whatever you want to do it. But basically DHEA is then converted into testosterone and estradiol in the, in the body. So it's a pro-hormone. We need it. It's a, it's a crucial first step. So that's why when so many people are on, for example, you know, hormones or birth control pills, statin drugs, different things, or they're just a super low-fat diet, um, they're killing their production of all these beneficial hormones. So uh, that's why DHEA, it's, a lot of people don't hear about it. It was kind of big for a long time back in, I think, the 80s, and it kind of disappeared. And 
now we're you know we've realized how important it is especially for people that are on estradiol or testosterone therapy and we'll get into that later but that's kind of what dhea is in a nutshell and then what what is this mystery seven keto that was marketed as being safe because it doesn't convert into hormones which kind of defeats the purpose in my mind so what what is the deal with that yeah pretty much it doesn't really do much in that regard it, it's like a um a modified version of it and some of the the, the thoughts were that like you said it, it out being like uh, like a big fat burner and metabolism bo metabolism booster a lot of that doesn't really borne out in the literature so um and it doesn't have a lot of the other beneficial effects that regular good old dhea has or the sulfated form what we call dhea's um so it's not really worth getting i mean it's not going to hurt you but if you're going to do it just do the regular thing and, and supplement the dhea so, and it's similar to like any other marker you would look at on labs, um, that if it's in range, most people are told that their DHEA is fine, but most practitioners don't test DHEA-S, they test just DHEA, which would right. be, I guess, the equivalent of just doing total testosterone and not doing free testosterone and then treating the total number, like your bench press number or something stupid, which people do with the DHEA. So then supplementing right. off a DHEA number would be inaccurate, whereas supplementing off DHEA-S would be the way to go. But I know a lot of people, if they don't have access to that test or their doctor won't do that test, it's still pretty safe supplement since you can buy it over the counter uh, to play with, right? Because really the, the way you would tweak the dosage would be with side effects. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty safe to take. I mean, especially with men, it's they're not going to have much. The biggest issue was with uh, premenopausal women, especially younger women, you know, if they're in their 20s and 30s, etc. because some women are just more sensitive to it. In which case, as you mentioned, they can get oily skin or some acne or some they feel like their hair is kind of greasy and oily. So it's kind of a preference. But obviously, you know, acne is kind of a big deal. Um, so if that's the case, you just back off the dose. But other than that, there's you're not going to it's going to be I mean, unless you're taking like grams of it a day, which I don't think anybody's going to go on the chance of it harming anything is pretty, pretty, pretty slim to none. Yeah, I take, I was on five and then you just upped me to 10 the other day. Um, so we're going to see how that goes. But I know that if I do start getting acne and breaking out, then I can just back down to five. But women who are in menopause or older, like 40, you know, well, <laughs> I'll be 40 next year. So people who are like 40 plus, <laughs> Tend to be on higher levels, right? For sure, yeah. Menopausal women can go much higher. They can go as much as heck. Heck, they can go up to like twenty-five or milligrams or more. And especially if you're using it for something like um, arthritic conditions or lupus and things like that, it's actually been FDA approved for lupus. Um, some women, some women and men are on like you know hundred milligrams or more a day to control their pain and their joint pain with with amazing, amazing benefits. So, um, yeah, so you can go quite high once you're menopausal for sure. Yeah, that, that was some interesting stuff I learned in Dr. Ruzier's seminar was all the different uses aside from converting into hormones that DHEA is used for, especially the lupus, but also like a mood stabilizer. Some some psychiatrists, he said, use it for depression too. Yeah, it's a mood stabilizer. It can definitely help with mood disorders, depression, um, you know, joint things. One of the big, another big one that you don't hear about is, you know, obviously, you know, what, a third or more of the population is pre-diabetic or insulin resistant. So it can improve insulin sensitivity, similar to estrogen and testosterone. That's why they all play well together if you supplement all three. It can definitely improve insulin sensitivity, lower triglycerides, improve cholesterol profile. 
it's an amazing anti-inflammatory as well. It prevents lipid peroxidation in the cell membranes. It's a great antioxidant. Um, it can help with memory, with mood. Um, and another big one is immune function, right? Especially now where everybody's worried about viruses and things like that. It can boost T cell function and help uh, uh, support your immunity too. So it's a good one. So if somebody doesn't know their DHEA level is probably not going to get labs done anytime soon. For people under 40, what would be a safe starting dose and what type do they want since there's so many different brands and, and micronized and all that stuff? For sure. I, I think, you know, the, the, if you can't get the sustained, the sustained release is probably the best. If for some reason you can't get it and you can only take the immediate release, that's fine. Um, you just might, you know, have to do it more frequently. But I think the sustained release is probably best. You know, men, I'll start anywhere from 25 to 50 milligrams a day. And um, if, if they're, we can bump that up for if they're, if they're, if they're a big guy, say they're, you know, 250, 275, we can go higher, say maybe 75 or 100 milligrams. Women, like I said, usually start at 5 to 10, maybe go up to 15. But once they, you know, over, over 50 or postmenopausal, you can go higher. You can go up to 25, 50 milligrams at a time. Yeah, they, they've, they've actually done studies on women taking 100 milligrams plus and increasing their testosterone levels pretty high just from that. Um, they can, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And and so if, if somebody is, so they start supplementing and now their DHEAS or DHEA levels are in the five to six hundreds, that is okay. And they can tell their doctor it's okay to calm down, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They it's yeah don't don't you don't have to follow it it's one of those things but ideally yeah men are shooting for like you know four or five hundred women 250 or so and that's totally fine um now if a woman comes in off you know they're not on dha and they come in they have an elevated dha level and they have other symptoms that could take tip me off to something else they could have um hyperandrogenism pcos or um adrenal hyperplasia some other things that, that that should be another podcast later but um but if you're treating them going higher totally fine and just monitor for side effects. And then what would the side effects for men be? I haven't really noticed too much, honestly. Um, you know, with guys, especially if they're on a higher dose, of, if they're bumping up their testosterone, same thing, they could get active breakouts, maybe some oily skin. So that might probably uh, exacerbate the oiliness a little bit. Maybe the acne, that would really be about it. Um, with men, it doesn't really do much to the testosterone. As you mentioned, with women, it can convert into testosterone. Some men doesn't do too much anything, it might bump up their estradiol, but as we've talked about before, that's not a big thing. They're not a bad thing, it should say. Right. Yes, I think anytime we speak, we should uh, repeat ourselves, do not be afraid of estrogen, men. Do not block your estrogen, men. Ooh. Ooh. Another, um, an another good point, too, is it's kind of like the, um, the balancer and, and, and supportive of adrenal function, too. A lot of people are stressed, their cortisol levels through the roof, so DHA can tend to balance that out. Uh, it's kind of like the, it, it's it's like, think of like a teeter-totter, right? Cortisol and DHEA, when one's low, the other one's typically high. So it's a, it's a great one to take at night to kind of balance out your stress hormones too. Yeah. And then like the higher the DHEA, the lower the insulin levels as well. Correct. It's, it's the seesaw. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm like, what's that ride? It's not even a ride. It's a playground thing. Teeter-totter. Yeah. Teeter-totter. Teeter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Anyone have any questions? Yeah. Questions, anybody? Nobody? Quite wow. nice compared to last time. Maybe because we missed a couple weeks, they don't like us anymore. Maybe everybody's preparing for Thanksgiving. They're going out shopping and loading up 
Oh yeah, people, it's a holiday. I keep forgetting. I'm like Thursday. Oh yeah. Two days from now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, DHA, right. if anybody has questions, reach out to us. Hit us up on the replay. Hit us up in the DMs, slide in the DMs. I'm sure you guys will. I actually sent you a new client tonight who's going to email you as well. So thank you. Keep them coming. But yeah. next week we'll go over melatonin because that came in like 2% less of you wanted that. So yeah, that's a good one. I love melatonin. That's another good one. So that'll be yeah, fun. That'll be a longer one and a more fun one because it's so highly misunderstood and Big people time. lose their shit when you talk about higher doses and stuff. <laughs> so that'll be fun. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, guys, reach out to us. Hit us up with any questions. The link in the bio if you want to do a consult or talk to us offline. Yeah, that's right. Buy your friends a gift for Christmas or Thanksgiving. I mean, who cares? You can buy a gift for whenever. Talk about give gift. the gift of Eric and Allie. Right. Give the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Enjoy the beach. Yep. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys.